We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carden Roberts here on the fan. Keith McPherson sitting in. We'll get back into the pitch clock discussion, which has shocked people over the last few days that baseball can actually move at a very fast pace. Uh, your old guy, Aroldis Chabon. Was at his house on Saturday. He slipped, he fell, he cracked a tooth, and he split his lip open, right. requiring stitches. And that was the exact same reaction I had. What else happened? I read that, and I say to myself, okay, I'm a klutz. Like, I am. I'm a little bit of a klutz. I have never slipped at my house, cracked a tooth, and split a, my lip open. Like, it just feels as if there's more to that story. He's an athlete, right? I think so. Athletic guys I are not so. supposed to be taking... Was he drunk? I don't know. That's why I need more. Was he having a party? I have no idea. That's all we know. He slipped. He wait, fell. Wait, 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 wait. The last we heard of him, there was a problem with his tattoo, his tattoo artist. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Went on the <laughs> IL because of that. That's another story that I'm like, oh, he had a bad tattoo. He's got an infection now. He can't pitch. So your view of Aroldis Chapman and his legacy with the Yankees is not good? Is that what you're telling me I, right I now? used to have a dream of him closing the World Series, you sure. know? Even, you know, I just thought he was going to be able to redeem himself from uh, the, the bad moments and even the little smile he gave and all of that. I really was rooting for him to have his moment in Yankee history where he, you know, he ends uh, game six or seven. for No, I, I've watched this guy the last year or two just not be the Aroldis Chapman he was, which happens. Father time is undefeated. like Especially when you're throwing 101 miles an hour. He's not going to be that. And now, look, there's so many guys in Major League Baseball coming out of the bullpen late in the games that throw 98, 99. Like, he's not this uh, – he's not what he once was, and that's okay. But he was be- he was being paid like that. Yeah. And he was expected to be the Yankees' closer. As soon as Clay Holmes got that job, in my opinion, he wasn't the same. He, won- he wanted to close. And he didn't want to come in – um, in the seventh inning, he didn't want to come in in the sixth inning or any time besides being the closer, and he was different after that. I still will never get over him going into the game and then forcing Michael King to go in the game to clean up his mess because he couldn't get out, and then Michael King gets hurt, and you don't have him for the rest of last season. Yeah, his, you know, I think his legacy here, unfortunately, is two pitches. I think it's the Jose Altuve pitch. And Brusso. And then Brusso the following year, 100%. Like, I think your image of him, because he was a good Yankee at times. He was a very good closer at times. But your legacy is sometimes how a season ends and the last taste you have of it. And twice in back-to-back years, the season ended with the Roldis Chapman making a terrible, terrible pitch. And you think back to 21, in the first half of 2021, he was the best pitcher on the Planet. He was an all-star, right? And, and he uh, wasn't just an all-star, bro. He was one of the most dominant forces this side of DeGrom, who was healthy at the time, that you'll ever see. 
And then all of a sudden he lost it. And really, I don't know if there's one game or one moment, but since then, he's been awful. Like the second half of 21, all of 22, he ain't the guy. And he had a pretty good career. He was a top closer for a decade, which is impressive. But something happened in the middle of 2021, and that was basically it for him. After the whole sticky stuff, spider attack crackdown, he changed. Remember he had that injury? They showed us a close-up of his his finger. I forget which finger it was, maybe his pointer finger. He wasn't the same guy. I already mentioned not being the Yankees' closer anymore. He's made all of his money. And, uh, man, we saw videos of him training and, like, boxing. And I don't know. It just went it went south quickly. We, we saw him training in Miami. We saw him training hey, in New dude, York. Dude's he was a, a man. physical specimen, but, you know, what does that mean? It's over. It's a wrap. I'm, I'm actually excited about that. That's one thing, right? Yankees fans were tired of seeing the Yankees go to Chapman because they kept using him. They kept going to him like he was going to find it again, like he was going to reclaim right. the dominant pitcher that he was, and he didn't. And we don't have to worry about that this season. And, and he was a guy, and I've mentioned his name earlier when we were talking more about the pitch clock. He was one of the reasons why there is a pitch clock. You know, watching him over the years, having the chance to watch him since, you know, parts of 2016. And then obviously when he came back in 2017, we watch him all the time. And when you watch a guy all the time, you get to learn more about them. He was one of the biggest culprits when it came to taking an hour and a half in between pitches. Yeah. And I just saw this video that was sent to me. I think uh, I think uh, Jared Carabas tweeted it out, so I give him all the credit. That there's a clip from 2017 where Pedro Baez, the former reliever of the L.A. Dodgers, there was so much time between him throwing one pitch and another pitch in the midst of the NLCS that they created a box where Jose Altuve hits an inside-the-park home run. And the game is, how many times can Jose Altuve hit an inside-the-park home run before Pedro Baez throws another pitch to David Ross in the NLCS back in 2016? And I watched this clip, and between Baez wheeling around towards second, or David Ross stepping out, Jose Altuve hit six inside-the-park home runs between pitches thrown by Pedro Baez in the midst (laughs) of the sixth inning of the National League Championship Series. Can't have it. You can't have it. Not with the world watching. That's what I was saying before about the World Series. Not with the world watching. Not with casual fans checking in. Not with people watching because their city is in it. It has to be quicker. The pace of play has to be there. There has to be a sense of urgency in these games. And when you see that that clip, it's crazy. Like It made me think of, and I can't think of the other part with it, but when Giannis was taking 13, 14 oh, seconds God, to yes. shoot a free throw, yes. they put him side by side with something else. And it's like, that's too long. Yes. That's too long of Way a time. Too- One, that's a violation. Two, they're never calling it. Okay, so here's the thing about that, and I think this is very similar. By the way, it was Barstool Baseball who tweeted it out, so I give them the credit. Carabas used to work there. There are certain rules in sports where there's no clock, but there's a timer on things. The amount of time you're supposed to take in shooting a free throw, there's a time on, but we don't see the clock. Mm -hmm. Five-second violation in the NBA. It's a rule, but we don't see the clock. In baseball, for many years, I, I mentioned this earlier in the show, there was a rule on the book that a pitcher had to throw the ball within 12 seconds. It was always a rule, but the umpires never enforced it, and we never saw the clock. Now we see the clock. And the thing about seeing a clock is you have to enforce it when you see it. Like if the NBA created a rule where they said, we're going to have the 10-second timer go off. You're all going to get to see it. You know how many more violations they would call, Keith? They because would have we'd to. Because see it, yeah. Because you would hold them accountable. The, okay. fans would, the fans would be outraged. And we, we were. We were in Barclays Center. Oh. 10, 
Nine, come on, come on. And then remember we had the uh, clock? Yes. I think for the for the first game, we had the clock on the big screen. Like the Nets played into it. Yes, they did. And someone asked the NBA to have that removed, and Adam Silver actually granted that wish because and they called want- in, hey, you can't do this. And the reason I think they had it removed is what I was getting at. They didn't want to be embarrassed by you seeing, oh, wait, that's more than 10 seconds. So what the pitch clock does so effectively is – you have to call it now because we're all looking at it. We all see the clock going up. Yeah. As opposed to a rule that was – and that's the thing. There was a rule, ladies and gentlemen, that a pitcher had to pitch within a certain period of time, that a batter had to get in the box. That rule existed, but no umpire enforced it. That's the – those are the facts. And because it was abused and baseball, to their blame, never put pressure on the umps to say, hey – Maybe you should enforce that rule. There's a rule on the book. They have to get in the box. Sorry. You ain't going to enforce it? Okay. We'll make it impossible for you not to enforce it. Let's go to Brian in Manhattan. What's up, Brian? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So I think all the new rules are great. I think, like, the the pitch clock is awesome, but I just tweak it a little bit. It just felt a little too rushed. I think there's uh, there's two things. One is if you just extend it a little bit, because I don't want a pitching duel up there, and then it's two-hour, five-minute game and just commercials for another hour. And it's just like 40% watching ads. Um, so I'd extend it 20 seconds to 25 seconds. And then another interesting thing is, can the catcher just hold the ball? Like after the pitcher throws it and the catcher catches it, the clock doesn't start so the starting pitcher gets the ball or the pitcher gets the ball. Yeah. But if it just holds it. Yeah, I think that is one thing. Now, you can't abuse that completely because at some point the umpire is going to say throw the ball back. But if you're a catcher and you see that your pitcher needs another second or two, there are delay tactics. Like, there are ways for you to say, okay, let's... Uh... It's baseball. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They're going to figure out ways around all of this stuff. They're going to try. We already saw it. We already saw it in spring training this past weekend. Oh, can I get another ball? Yeah. And we're not... We're going to still keep the time. Like, we're still going to... The clock is still running. Well, yeah, but the catcher does have that ability because he's right. They will not start the clock until the ball is back in the pitcher's hands. Right, when so it hits the So if a catcher... Mackie Sasser's it, the old Mackie Sasser, where he pats his hand four times because he's got some weird tick. You just ball your pitch for three seconds. But Think how about much it. time do these guys really need? How much guy, like these guys I, now have pitch com, right? We've made that quicker. I don't think they need that much time because a lot of these guys have been in the minor leagues learning the pitch clock. Yeah. So they've gotten too. used the to younger, the younger the younger pitchers are coming into the league and they they know you gotta go. I thought there would be some pushback from a Max Scherzer, right? A guy that's been around for a while, or a Verlander. No, these guys are with it. They understand what the purpose is. They understand why there's even a pitch well, clock. And you know what else? Max Scherzer was against it. A lot of players were against it. I think all the players on that committee voted against a lot of these new rules. But Max Scherzer's a smart guy. There's nothing he could do about it. Like, what's he going to do? He's going to sit here and whine about it? Or is he going to sit here and take advantage of it? Yeah. Is he going to say... Figure out how to play the game within the game. That's it. So he knows, okay, batter only gets one timeout, and the batter needs to be set by the eight-second mark. Great. If that guy uses a timeout early in his at-bat, and he wastes it, essentially, I'm going to be set at eight seconds, and I'm going to make him wait all the way down to one, or I'm not going to make him wait. My you game. can really screw with the tempo with the batter. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a different kind of form of the cat and mouse game that we've seen for a million it's, years. It's going to be fun, Evan, and I think we're really going to enjoy it when we go see it live. It's going to give us a little different feeling live, and that's what I'm waiting for. I saw it on TV. I don't want to necessarily see the clock on TV, but I can't wait to experience this in the ballpark. Oh, dude. 
It's I, I said this earlier. This is the best baseball rule change in 40 years. In my lifetime as a baseball fan, there has been many a change that I have witnessed. I have witnessed uh, interleague play. That's right. I'm old enough to remember non-interleague play. <laughs> I remember the wild card. I feel like an old man. DH. The DH coming to the National League. I remember that. Interleague every day. Whatever stupid rule you want to come up. Runner on second. Oh, the three batter minimum. This is the greatest rule change. In fact, I go a little further, Keith. This is the greatest rule change in the history of sports. I'm sorry. Hmm. I can't. I'm, in the I'm last, thinking, what have they changed? In the last 40 years. Can I, let me just frame it that way. Because I know if you want to go back further, the illegal forward pass or whatever. No. Roughing the, the passer. <laughs> Jokes. We've seen it for two days. Can we? Excuse <laughs> me? I mean, you haven't even seen a real game that matters use it yet. Big Mac, I I'm know. with you. I'm with you. I already know. Uh, I don't I, know. I, you're, the greatest rule sport in sports yes. history? Yes, because what baseball accomplished, to their credit, is they brought us back to the 80s. They did it. In one fine swoop, the time between pitches is back to where it need be. They solved the problem. Add and the for, clock, and turn for, back the clock. You're damn right. And for anybody crying about it, you're wrong. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you don't even have recourse. I have not heard. Have you? You're you're listening. You're a smart guy. Have you heard anybody make a compelling argument against the pitch clock in the last day? No, I've they can't. That's what I'm saying. You know, people hate on things just to hate on things. There just always has to be a counter. I think most baseball fans, baseball people, the guys playing are like, yeah, all good. We like this. Let's keep going. Damn right. Let's go to Rich and Merrick. What's up, Rich? Hey, yes, uh, my my question was also about. Uh, using loopholes in the clock violation. For example, like uh, you can intentionally walk somebody by not throwing any pitches. Right. Or maybe on uh, like an 0-2 count, you can just waste a pitch or two just to like catch your breath and go 2-2 two two at that point. Yeah, what's wrong with that? All sounds good to me. Also, what do you... Do you also think that they should like extend the time no. in the ninth inning? Like, uh, no, you know, when, when, no. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell. I'll tell you exactly why. Yesterday, I was in a very compromised mood. I'm a compromised guy, Keith. I'm not an extremist. <laughs> okay. I like to meet in the middle, and so Pete Hoffman, who does the Rico Bronya with me, was irrationally arguing against the pitch clock. I love him. I think he made an ass out of himself, but that's fine. Everyone has a right to. And in my compromised mood, I said, you know what, ninth inning. Fine, shut the clock off. But then when I did my research and I went back and looked at all these epic moments in baseball history, Mookie's at bat, Carlton Fisk's at bat, uh, Joe Carter versus Mitch Williams, home run, 1993, guys on base, Luis Gonzalez versus Mariano Rivera, I realized that every single pitch did not violate the pitch clock. So why do we think the pitch clock is too quick if we're seeing examples, Keith, in the normal pace of a game, in the biggest moments in the history of the sport, not being it's not an issue. too quick. It's not what it is for people. They don't. Some people, I guess, don't like feeling rushed. Maybe it adds some anxiety for some folks. But like that's why I'm saying, if they if it's out of sight, it's going to be out of mind. Obviously, make it vis- visible for spring training. Obviously, we need to see it, and we've seen different uh, ballparks and teams and how they show it. But after a while. Once we get it, it you're not gonna you're not gonna be thinking about it, and it's just gonna make the games faster, the pace of play faster. We're not gonna even be talking about it. I don't think we're gonna end up talking about it as much as we are now. I, I did like that Manny Machado said, "Hey, I'm gonna be down 0-1 a lot." <laughs> like if that's how it's going down, like then I might be down 0-1 a lot. And it, 
a lot of guys take the first pitch anyway and are, are down 0-1. So. And then you've got Pete Alonso, who has always been, apparently, I, I never even noticed this, to be honest with you, known for taking his time, you know, taking a deep breath, visualizing. Pete Alonso is caught on video sprinting back to the dugout after an inning end so he can have more time to prepare for his at-bat. Yeah. And, like... Urgency what? is there in baseball now. We're not just hanging out, casually chilling, playing Major League Baseball. Now it's just in your head faster. Yeah, and it's, gonna, it's just going to become normal. That's why what happened over the weekend in the Braves-Red Sox game, if you didn't see where bases loaded, three and two count, tie game, ninth inning, batter doesn't get in the box appropriately enough to the umpire, call strike three before the eight-second mark or at the eight-second mark, game over, ends yeah. in a tie. And everybody's freaking out about it, like, this is unbelievable, baseball's a joke, Rob Manfred should be fired, this is a circus. Take a deep breath. I will make you a guarantee. That will never, ever, ever happen. Spring training. In a regular season game. <laughs> Keith, it was not only spring training. It was the first day of spring training. And and people are acting like this is our new reality. It's Those not games our are new done. reality. People, people were gone. You don't even know the guy's playing at the end of the game. We're trying to wrap this thing up. Done. No, but everyone saw the video clip. So everyone reacts. Not everyone, but a few people yeah. react by saying, can you imagine this happening in the playoffs? It's not, not going to happen in the playoffs. That's what I'm talking about with people helicoptering in on Twitter. You weren't there, but you watch a video, and now you're you're the police on it. Like, relax. It's exhibition. It's spring training. It's spring training for all of us to get used to the pitch clock as well. Of course. No doubt about it. I'm what? used to it already. Good by me. <laughs> Joe in Morris Plains, New Jersey. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. You guys are killing it today. We appreciate um, it. Ab, Ab, I'm going to start with you in a minute. Keith, and then I'll get to Keith and his Cowboys, but separate oh. note, congratulations. This is the first time I'm hearing you, and I think Thank you're great, you. by the way. Um, and as far as the baby, um, here's what I'll tell you, because mm-hmm. I'm 57 years old. Don't be nervous. Don't read no stupid books, okay? You and Nicole will figure it out as you go. You're not going to hurt the baby. Um, me and my, I was married 20 years. I'm cool with my ex. And what we do talk about is I get to wake up and my little girl's 30 now (laughs) and getting married. So what I would say, just enjoy every minute of what you're about to have, because it really does go that fast. And when you're changing the diaper, the worst part about it is that you're going to have a stink that you never smelled before (laughs) in your life. Okay. And you have a boy, and he's going to decide to pee when you take that diaper off. That's and it's true. Going to go right in your face. He's going to aim it, like, and you're going to think he did it on purpose. You're going to say, Jackson, oh, yeah. what are you doing? You're going to think he's mad at you. Yes, but he's not. Okay, so I, I need more Don't gear: work. the gloves, the uh, COVID mask. Yeah, just the... go in there with like the uh, hazmat stuff. Yeah, on. Be I need, a, I need you know. like a, a poncho. <laughs> yeah. So, Ev, I'm going to give you some hope because I'm a diehard. Uh, New York Giants fan, and I'm also a diehard Mets fan. And again, I told you I'm 57. And when I'm growing up, the New York Giants stink, okay? Yeah. And the Mets, if there's a word beyond stink, that's what they were. And I'm just getting, me and my best friend Dave are getting bashed. And then what happens when I turn 21, right? Um, The Mets win the World Series, and the Giants win the Super Bowl. And I'm at game six. Right behind home plate, the Buckner game, and then I went back for game seven. And so what I'm saying is you're actually seeing a chance where the Mets might win, okay? I didn't have that chance. I was rooting for guys like Elliott Maddox and and, and guys like that. You're going to have a chance to see them win. 
And when they do, do, there's just going to be no feeling like it. No, no, and I, I think I've I've talked myself into the fact that I, I haven't seen any of my teams win a championship, which is obvious considering who I root for, that when someone does it, it will be that much more special yeah. because now I'm in my 40s. At least I will be before the Mets can win the World Series. This year I'll be in my 40s because I'm turning 40 in a few months. And you would think that's going to make you appreciate it even more, which is why I feel bad for you. I really do. I feel bad that you were so spoiled by all those Yankee championships in the late 90s. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> what goes around comes around. I've said on all my shows, stay down till you come up as a fan, right? Your fandom, it's so easy now to switch or not be loyal to a team. I mean, the Cowboys definitely have been testing my loyalty, but you stay down till you come up, and it's it's that much more rewarding to watch your team go on a run and win. And we've seen, we have friends that are Cubs fans. 108 years. Man, I, I remember the, the sights and sounds coming out of Chicago back then. It's crazy. So uh, when the Yankees win, again, it, it won't be as long. It feels like longer than it is because of the amount of fans, right? The amount mm -hmm. of Yankees fans that are locked in on this stuff. There's a ton of pressure, whatever. They'll figure it out. The Cowboys, I, I think Jerry Jones is cursed, so I don't expect them, <laughs> I don't expect them to win one for him. Um, I really don't. And uh, for the Nets, we've just... We've reset again. Oh, that's never happening, Keith. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to happen. We, we've reset again. So, like, my hope for the Nets is to hit on these draft picks until 2029. Right, right. And maybe somebody comes over here. But, like, I'm not looking at the Nets as a championship contender. Somebody in New York is going to win. We've been talking about that for a long time. I'm excited for the, the New York team to end the drought. And I'd like to see a parade here because I, in 2009, I was too young. I elected to go to class and go to football practice and not take the train and skip class and practice. I didn't have any more skips left. So, you know, when it happens again, I'll be here. I don't care who it is. That's why I don't, like, if it's the Mets and I see, you know, shout out to Joe's McFly, he'll be on Friday. I see people on Twitter getting at me for saying that, like, you know, I, I wouldn't care. I'd show up to a Mets parade. I would. You if can't the go Mets, to a, you can't if go the to Mets, Mets parade. Beat, if the Mets win the World Series and they beat the Yankees to the punch, I'm showing up. Because wow. we don't know it. We could be in wow. another drought. We could be in another drought. You're insane. I'm a host on WFA, and I'm No, good. no, I respect that, and I'm I respect good. your loyalty to the craft. But you willingly going to a parade. I want Mets. to lay eyes on New York City <laughs> right. when we have a parade. I just watched the Kansas City Chiefs have a parade, and I know they said it was cool and everybody showed up, but I'm like, that is so mid and lame out there in Missouri. It's gray, and the way their buildings look. Man, after being uh, around a bunch of Yankees fans at American Dream, I think three weekends ago now, and seeing how crazy Yankees fans are for, like, Don Mattingly walking in, Bernie Williams walking in, Jorge Posada, and, like, all these Yankees fans. I'm like, if the Yankees won the World Series this year, the world would see the biggest fan base take over the streets and flip this town upside down. Yeah, no, it would go crazy. I think the Jets and the Knicks specifically, would have the wildest parades of any team to win a championship based on the drought that they're facing. Yeah. That for the Knicks, and they just celebrated the 73 team over the weekend. It was beautiful. Frazier's speech was awesome. Uh, Nick fans are thirsty. Jet fans are thirsty. They are passing the Rangers in terms of droughts from the 1940 to 1994 drought. So I think while any parade would be crazy, don't get me wrong, Yankee parade, Met parade, Giant parade, all that, to me, the Jets and the Knicks. It's, it's generational, too, right? Because when the drought goes so long that, like, your son becomes a fan of the yeah, team, yeah, yeah. grows up. It's like, like, now we have sons, fathers, grandfathers that haven't seen a championship. Now you're right.
And that'll be like a family thing. It'll be a just a elated time for a family to celebrate the Jets winning the Super Bowl or the Knicks winning the finals. It almost sounds like it's impossible. I know, it does. <laughs> it almost sounds like it, it does. never happened. I, I had heard, this is very serious. I think it's important I bring it up. I had heard stories about some of the things our kids are being taught in school. And earlier this morning, I saw something my oldest son is being taught at school, and I got to bring it up. I, ha- I apologize. I could not believe. I could not believe they sent this home with my son. We'll address it. I'll get your opinion on it. All of your opinions on it. It's T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Normally, usually in the morning before I take my oldest son to the bus, there's a book that we open up and we read together because he's learning how to read. The book I saw that was in his book bag this morning, I apologize. Like, I apologize to you. Okay. I am so sorry. Big Mac, I'm sorry. I mean, I live in West. Oh boy, I live in Westchester County. Okay, yeah. Yankeeville. Now, while I was not <laughs> deeply offended by this, mm-hmm. I could see why you would. It's a book that just features this face. What face am I holding up to you? I'm not familiar with him. Oh, you're not familiar with him? <laughs> it says David Ortiz, and if that's not bad enough, I'd love to read you the first page. Can I do yeah. that? Can I yeah, read you the go first for page? It. Because there's a lot of ways you could start with David Ortiz. Why we're teaching our youth in New York about David Ortiz. Boston's fine. Everywhere else is fine. New York, got a problem. I want to read you the first page. David Ortiz's team needed help. Boston Red Sox were playing the New York Yankees in the 2004 American League Championship Series. The Red Sox had lost the first three games of the series. If David's team lost one more game, their season would be over. The Yankees would go on to the World Series. But David and his teammates would not give up. They battled and battled the Yankees <laughs> all night. The crowd started chanting. <laughs> that Big Mac face. 
<laughs> I think this is the book that Aaron Boone showed the team. This, year, this, <laughs> this is his uh, motivation against the material. Astros this year. Right? Isn't that the same? Isn't this what he showed the? Astros? Yeah, just trying to get the young trying kids to... fired up. You got a problem with this? I mean, I, I'm not uh, even. This was in his. No joke. I'm not making this up. This was in his book bag. He didn't pick it out. The teacher gave it to well, him. We got to talk to the teacher. What are we doing? They, we probably check the they probably know he's a baseball fan and gave him a baseball book. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. How would you feel if Tommy, that's his oldest son, yes. walked home with this book and said, Dad, Dad, can yeah. you read this to me? What would you say? I would say, I have several other books just like it. <laughs> Let's go back up to your room with all the books and find that one about Alex Rodriguez. Would you call the teacher and say, excuse me, what the yes. hell is going on I'll here? call the teacher and say, stop pushing this Red Sox nonsense. Of course I would. There, there are heroes weirdo. and there are villains. <laughs> yeah, We're going to read the hero stories. We're not going to read about the villains. How You're about to have a son. There's going to be a time in which he wants to read a book with Dad. He comes home with this book. No, no. David yet. Ortiz is going to be such an old-time baseball player by yeah. the time my kid is old no, enough. You're, you're we're right. not going to talk about you're it. You're right. You're right. It's not that book. It's the story of how the Houston Astros overcame <laughs> cheating violations and won back-to-back pennants and the 2022 World Series. Yeah. Dad, can you read this book to me? Your response. Yeah, Go ahead. I'd love there, to hear it. There's going to be a ton of books, so I'll have to pick exactly which one. i got to read it first. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a ton of books written on that. There already is, and it's baseball. It's a history of baseball. We got to teach the game. We got to we got to grow the game. We got to teach the youth. Oh, don't don't spin this. <laughs> we got to teach. They do the an youth. Astros book about overcoming cheating. Yeah, I might have a problem with that book. This one, I'm not. You know. So you would not have a problem with this if uh, Tommy took this well, home? I'm dealing with it now. I don't know. I've told you this. He's very contrarian, my son. So while I root for things, he he wants the battle mm. of I can win or you can win. Like right. he doesn't like the idea of us being on the same team. So if you ask him right now who his favorite team is, he will tell you the Philadelphia Eagles. It's <gasps> his favorite team. Nah, the yeah. Dirty Birds got him I off tried, of this run. Off I tried, of this run I this tried, year uh, during the Giant game. I really tr- I wanted to watch the Giant playoff game with him, and I was trying to listen. To the big football game. <laughs> this is our enemy. But I want to be an Eagles fan. Oh, and he was laughing at me. At, in the first quarter as the game got out of hand. Laughing. Wow. The Eagles are so much better than the Giants, Daddy. Wow. That's what I got all day. And then nah, I come I can't home. let it go down. How are you going to handle that, Keith? Then, <laughs> then, then I come home two days ago, and he tells me, I really want to learn about baseball, Dad. I'm like, okay, great. great. And he yeah. really Exciting. hasn't. He's still young. You know, five years old, hasn't really shown so much in the baseball just yet. And he's asking me, he goes, I think I'm going to be a Tigers fan. Where do, how do, I, I like the Tigers. I like Tigers. I think I'll be a Tigers fan. I'm like, no, where you, there's limits here. I, <laughs> I, I, I laughed at the Eagles thing. I know it's your thing that, you know, rub winning in my face, but no, we're Did not he Tigers. Did explain fans. the Tigers? No, no, he likes, he likes Tigers. He, he likes, likes actual Tigers. Yes, he likes you gotta let him know there are no animals involved. Yeah, you know? but Keith, it starts that way. You know how many Dolphin fans are Dolphin fans because they like the color? Like, I've heard You're that from a, see, like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, for me, at least, like, like I said, I'm not going to force my fandom on my son, but we are going to have some off-limit teams. We're, oh, we're, 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 now we get I'm, interesting. So who's off-limits? Definitely the Eagles, for yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm not buying you an Eagles well, jacket. When it comes to Eagles. baseball, what's off-limits? Red Sox. The Red Sox Obviously, are off-limits. There's yes. no way we're going down that road. Okay, are the Astros off-limits? <laughs> of course. Okay, they're very they're much off-limits. more limits. now than the Red Sox, honestly. Totally get that. That's why the book that your son's going to read is about the Astros overcoming the adversity of a cheating scandal. No, and no. you ain't going to like that. 
It's going to be about how they stole one from the Yankees, right? <laughs> that Cashman said it's going to be like, okay, the Yankees have been in this drought, but if you go back to 2017, maybe they would have won the World Series. Are the Tampa Bay Rays off limits to your son? I like uh, Rays, Dada. Rays are cool. I don't know. I don't know. They got to rebuild their stadium. I feel like I'll be in Tampa going to spring training. I'm taking this year off, obviously, because I have a baby on the way. But if we end up going down to spring training over the the years, and he's like, I don't know, I like Tampa. Okay. What about the Orioles? You know, Mr. Bird, he loves Orioles. Who don't love Orioles? I just find, you know, out of all the teams I root for, the Yankees would probably, you know, be the one that I'm like, hey, you're a Yankee fan. So you're... Basically contradicting what you said. But I'm not going to. No, but I'm forcing. I'm saying out of all the teams, Cowboys, Nets, (laughs) even the Devils. Like, I'm not going to force my fandom on them. I think the Yankees just obviously would be a team that he's drawn to. But we're not going to start with choosing a team in the division. Well, they're going to change the divisions anyway. That's true. We're going to fix the Mets. What would you say to that? We're right here. If he if he decides he wants to be a Mets fan, there's going to be a bunch of little kids on the playground that are also Mets fans. I've spoken to that. All right. What Steve Cohen is doing, he's no dummy. Okay. He's changing things. These kids are picking up a royal blue Mets hat instead of that Yankee hat. They're trading their Yankee hat so in. So would you be bothered? And if, if the answer is yes, tell me. I won't do it. I have too much respect for you and your wife. If I just so happen to buy you when your son is born, I don't know, a Met jersey, for him to wear at age six months, what would you do? Would I you mean, say, Evan, what, you, what the hell are you doing? Would you say, oh, it's nice. I'll put I, it on him. What would you do? I will accept. I will show my wife. I say, look how nice Evan is. <laughs> and it's probably going to get thrown out. People have already <laughs> bought us a bunch of things, and my wife is going through them like, nah, this isn't something we could wear. So you're throwing that one out. Yeah, I got to post the registry link. Now that the secret's out, I got to post the registry, <laughs> let people pick stuff that we would like to have. But, you know, we're accepting all gifts. My friend Doug just texted me. He's like, hey, what's your address? Congrats. I'm like, do you want to buy something from the registry or do you have something specific you'd <laughs> like to send to the address? If it's if I open it up, and Doug is a Mets fan, if I open it up, Doug, and uh, it's a bunch of Mets gear, you, you'll never see it pop up again. <laughs> It'll just disappear. I gotcha. <laughs> it's funny. When I saw this Ortiz book this morning, I tried to keep it from my father-in-law knowing because he's a Yankee The title fan. is just David Ortiz. Dude, that, I'll show it to you. Here's the book. Is there a chapter about PEDs? It says, da- oh, I thought you, what do you think? <laughs> it says, David Ortiz, I'll even give it a plug, by Jeff Savage. It's the Amazing Athlete series. And that first chapter, I ain't lying to you, is all about 2004, which is added to it. Like when I hey, saw That's Ortiz, where we start the Ortiz story. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw David Good Ortiz, name. I laughed hysterically. Didn't want to tell my father-in-law out of respect. And I was telling my wife, I was like, hey, you got to see this, David Ortiz. And then when I read the first chapter... I was like, they are going in. There's there's other heroes in baseball. We can we can skip over the Ortiz book. In New York, you're better off writing a story about Barry Potts than David Ortiz. Yeah, <laughs> well, first about. ballot Hall of Famer. Now all the kids got to learn about him. They're going to try and rewrite history. That's right. <laughs> He's the greatest hitter we've ever seen, even though he may have uh, you know, done something. Yeah, things. super clutch, I guess. <laughs> Tom is in Wayne, New Jersey. What's going on, Tom? Hi. So I'm actually uh, calling in to just talk about um your fandom of wrestling because i actually i actually never like heard about you until my teacher was talking about you my tv teacher i go to wayne hills high school and my tv teacher mentioned that you were a big wrestling fan well hold on hold on a second so you had never heard of the show i don't know if you've heard of the station and your high school teacher happened to be randomly talking about my wrestling fandom and then you were like, let me check this out? Is that what happened? Yeah. 
Wow. Well, I got to thank you, teacher. There's one of us on number one show. <laughs> the wrestling fans are out here, man. Have you ever heard of WFAN, Tom? Yeah, okay. I, ha- I have All heard right. of it before, but I, like, I never got a chance to like actually like listen to it. No, I got you. Well, I appreciate it. Well, what did he say, that I'm a, a nutcase or something? No, he just said to like check you out and like try to get in contact like, with you because he, because he knows you're a big wrestling fan. And I'm also a wrestling fan as well, so like, like we could like try to connect with something. Nice. Who's your favorite wrestler these days, Roman Reigns or your Sami Zayn guy? Um, I'm gonna have to go with Roman Reigns because he's been champion for over like three years, and he is definitely like unstoppable, and he's on top. He's always in God mode, so I have to go with Roman. Look Reigns. at this. That's <laughs> my guy. Well, DM me anytime. It's good to talk to you, Tom. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on as well. No problem. Look at that. My wrestling fandom. He called in. He connected with you on air. <laughs> Your DMs are open. Mine have been closed. Good stuff, Evan. <laughs> the wrestling the wrestling stuff has, has brought in the youth. Well, I, I feel bad about open DMs because sometimes I don't respond. And I'm not being a jerk. I just sometimes I see it and I do something else and I forget. So there's this guy, and I'm going to give him a pub here because he actually asked a really interesting question. And he's obsessed with getting my answer. And you may be intrigued by this, too. His name is Sparky Griswold. Sparky tweeted at me numerous times. Evan, this is the greatest question you have ever received. Okay? This is the greatest question you'll ever receive on Twitter. You're going to love this. Are you ready? What a buildup, right? Greatest question ever. I want you to put together an all-time lineup from baseball movies. Okay? You can't include Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb but fake people that existed in the movies. And I want to line up and I want to shout out tomorrow for this fun activity. For example, here's my lineup. Leading off, Willie Mays Hayes. Batting second, Rex Pennebaker. Who's Rex Pennebaker? I don't recognize that one. Batting third, Roy Hobbs, of course. Jack Parkman. I mean, come on, Jack Parkman. Ray Mitchell, Stan Ross, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Pedro Serrano and Mickey Scales. <laughs> okay, I think I, I've got like three of those. I'm not a big movie guy. Definitely not a big baseball movie guy. How are you not a big baseball movie guy? You're a baseball guy. We, we've gone through uh, some of the people that have heard of me via Yankees podcast over the years. Like Bull Durham, I couldn't make it through the opening scene. I agree with you. Bull Durham sucks and is overrated. I'm with you. What else, though? I was late on Field of Dreams. Come on, bro. I only went back to watch it when the Yankees were playing in it. And I made it through until it just got a little too far fetched. Fetched with the you know hallucinating and seeing things. Oh, hold on, did, did, people! You never saw Field of Dreams I until the Yankees it. played the White Sox in a game in August. Yeah, because I wanted to like uh, you know I, I couldn't make it out to Iowa. I wanted to understand the hype a little bit gotcha. more. And I get it. I fully understand it. But you didn't like the movie. But the movie for me, they they were just losing me after you know maybe the first twenty thirty minutes. I tried to go back and watch 61 this year. I don't understand. What are are you losing? There's a voice that says, if you build it, he shall come. Or he will come. come. He doesn't say that. Whatever. You get it. (laughs) They were right on it. (laughs) That's not the point. That didn't make sense to you? It it made sense. It's just not entertaining. There's so many other things to watch. I don't know. I'll give it 30 minutes. And then I've got live games. I've got streaming things. I've got other things I could be doing. Major League. Major, Major League. League, I watched. Good movie, And that's right? why I knew, you know, Willie Mays, Hayes. I, I knew... Uh, Pedro Serrano. Pedro Serrano. I think, was there another one from there? Charlie Sheen was Wild Thing Vaughn. 
I you watched got that. I, yeah, and they had two. They had two major leagues. Well, they had more, but really the only two is the one we pay attention to. And then what's the, what's the movie where the kid is... is uh, Rookie of the, the Year, man. Pitching for the Cubs. I watched that. Oh, My yeah. favorite baseball movie, and I remember having this conversation. My favorite baseball movie is Pelotero. Pelotero? Exactly. Well, now I want to see it. I'm intrigued, though. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Tell me more. Well, now you got to go look the movie up, and uh, we'll we'll come back on another. (laughs) So Pelotero (laughs) is a documentary, and it follows. Well, first of all, if it's a documentary, it's it's great. I love documentaries, but it's different. Like, it's a different category. I guess if I had a favorite one, it would be Hardball. Uh, But my favorite baseball movie that I could actually sit down and watch is Pelotero because it follows Miguel Sano as he's coming out of the Dominican Republic as, you know, being signed as a 16-, 17-year-old kid and then trying to make it. And then also Gary Sanchez is mentioned in it. Ah. And it just opened up this whole world for, you know, me to see what goes on in the Dominican Republic for these young kids with a dream to make it to Major League Baseball. And obviously most of us know Miguel Sano. Uh, I, I like that type of baseball movie. Some of these older baseball that movies. Does it, like I mean, it sounds really interesting, Sandlot, by the way. I, I'll give you Sandlot. Sandlot's tremendous. That's Benny the Jet Rodriguez right there. But yeah, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, I never made it. To the finish. I never made it to the end. Even 61. Uh, Sweeney Murdy. Shout out to Sweeney Murdy. He was telling me, you got to watch 61. Obviously, Judge. How were you bored by 61, though? Because that was, like, about history, at least. I fall asleep easy. My wife is listening to this. <laughs> it's hard for us to find something to watch. I, I can watch a live game. I can I can get off of work at 2 a.m. here, go home and watch League Pass. Right. Be up till 4 in the morning. As soon as we put on something that is not real... Even if it's a baseball, like my suspension of disbelief, I can't. I'm, I'm going to sleep. It's not. The one thing it's I not something I can follow. The one area where I agree with you, and Big Mac and I were having this conversation recently, is with books. I need it to be real. I'm completely with you. Like I'm actually, I don't want to say reading because I'm listening to the audio book of Evan Drellick's book about the cheating with the I just Astros. Had Evan on, and that is a Astros book that I would read with the, my son. By, by the way. Freak, and, I, and I, fairness, I'm listening to it because I feel like I don't have the time to read it, mm-hmm. but I do like have the time. It's the, it's a pet peeve of mine. It's the same thing. What are you talking about? Reading. I, I love books on tape. It's the same thing. No, it's not. I hate when people say, "Well, you didn't really read it." Yeah, I read it. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just clarifying no, with Keith and the audience that I'm, but I'm not reading it. I'm listening. Yeah, to it. I don't. I don't, I don't understand why people need to d- differentiate. Like, yeah. like it's not good enough that right. I, I'm going to retain all the information right. from someone else. Right, their because voice I in my feel head. like I'm lying to the audience if I say, "quote I'm reading this book." This, I'm listening. Yeah, but to you're this gonna book. Under, you're not gonna miss anything. Like, you're gonna I, understand it the same way if you I, read it or not. I agree. And if you listen to these guys, Brit shows enough, you'd know. Get a book on tape. I'm just kidding. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> we butcher the English language constantly. <laughs> that, was yeah, that, that was a good line. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good joke. Good like, oh, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like with books, completely with you. That like Craig told me, and even Big Mac told me. Oh, they like to read books about. Things that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't love biographies. Or I, I'm a nonfiction guy. Oh man, I want to learn. I want to like, learn more. It depends on what they are. You know, like I've read a, bu- a bunch of Paul McCartney ones, baseball ones, but I'd rather just listen to like you know a, pa- a you know Patterson novel. Or, yeah, know. like I guess where we're different though is like, would you watch TV that isn't about a real thing? Like, do you watch television besides sports? I'm gonna watch uh, the Mandalorian this week when the Mandalorian comes back. I just went back into my like DVR on Fubo. I realized I recorded every episode of Atlanta, and I just started getting back into season three and four. I just it doesn't, you know. I'm so sports all the time, uh, as most of us are in here. No, I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. Nothing trumps that. There's a live even as we were just in this period between the Super Bowl ending 
I'm watching the XFL on a Saturday. Well, why? <laughs> why? Because it's live. <laughs> it's live. Sport. I had the XFL on in the background it's a last live weekend. Movie unfolding. I don't know what's going to happen. No, I am, I, I'm I, locked in, I, and I know it's real. I know these are. This is happening. In Arlington or wherever it is, and that keeps my attention. What do we put on? White Lotus? My wife is trying to get me to watch the White Lotus. White Lotus isn't bad. I watched it's a few a, episodes. I can tell of it. it's it well bad. shot. Yeah. There's there's good actors in it, but <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm watching Shrinked or Shrinkered or whatever the heck it is with Harrison Ford Did you just and Jason Segel. Did what's it say, called? Did you say Shrinkard? What, what's the name of the show? I'm, I'm is it Shrinkage? But it's not Shrinkard. <laughs> I think it's called Shrinkage. It's not, uh, it's not Shrinkard. It's not Shrinkard. Shrink. He was in the pool. Come on. Well, whatever, Shrinking. Whatever Shrinking. It's Shrinking. He was in the pool. Whatever. It's about a shrink. All right? So Jason Siegel's in it. He was in How I Met Your Mother. Tremendous show. Okay. Top five show of all time, How I Met Your Mother. Never watched and, that show. And Harrison Ford, who's become very old. I can't get over how old he is. He's in that show, too. Hell of a show. Sometimes it's good to go in the fantasy world. Because the reality of sports is kind of painful. So to go into the, the fake world of TV, it's nice every once in a while. Yeah, I got to go into the Mandalorian and watch Star Wars type of stuff to even You like, got to go way attention. out there. Yeah, I got to be in a, in a, a Tatooine or something. We'll take more of your calls. Plus, we'll get into tonight's Knicks game. It's actually a significant one at Madison Square Garden. And speaking of the Garden, today is an anniversary that is widely considered to be one of the more important games that didn't have any playoff implications, really, but one of the most important games basketball has seen in a decade. We'll explain it coming up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.